It's game time. Bill and T and talking sports. You're listening to the Game Day T podcast mm-hmm. with your host, Say my name, D. Hello, everybody. It's your host of the Game Day T, D. Gill. Welcome to another wonderful episode. I have a really interesting episode planned for you all today. I have never done this before, but I think it's going to go well. And that is a very special Valentine's Day episode. Um, but before we get into that, all of my episodes from the past can be found on Apple, Spotify, wherever you like to listen to your podcast, The Game Day T. You can follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter, D-G-I-L-T-M, D-Gil. If, if you like what you hear today, go back and listen to all the other episodes because you're going to enjoy it. I have a very special guest with me. So if you've been following this podcast, you have by now listened to the Devin Ibanez coming out podcast. He is the gay rugby player, the first professional gay rugby player to come out and it's it's an awesome interview it's got really good reviews about it and he's very courageous and through the process of doing this interview he had mentioned that there was just one person in his life that just really 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 just supported him throughout his coming out journey no other person than his partner Fergus Wade I have Fergus on the game day team welcome Fergus Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. Um, it's nice to be here. Um, I've never done a podcast before, so <laughs> you'll have to bear with me today. No problem, Fergus. So I, I wanted to bring you on because we often, I often talk to the athletes. A lot of them have partners, relationships, husband, wives, all the, yeah, and the other, right? But I just wanted to get in the mindset, talk to somebody who is actually dating somebody who I have actually interviewed and what it's like from their perspective. And on this Valentine's Day special, I really want to have my listeners really dive into you all's relationship. We're being nosy, okay? <laughs> We're going to be nosy, but I think it's very important to hear this side because it's hard getting an athlete, but there's also some good things that come about it. And so just first off, I just wanted to know, how did you all even meet, Fergus? So we met, um, obviously I'm, I'm not from the US, um, I'm British. So I was studying at Imperial College London, um, doing a biology degree. Um, and as part of that, you got to do a year kind of getting some research experience. So working in labs and things like that. So I was actually lucky enough to get a placement at a lab in Harvard. I went over for the year, which was quite daunting. I didn't really know anybody in the US. I'd never been to the US before at all, actually. Um, uh, Yeah. So yeah, it was, um, it was kind of a crazy experience. And so I met Devin when I was over there through a dating app. So um, I met him about uh, towards the end of 2017. So a couple of months, a few months after I'd been in the US. Wow, that's amazing. And for those of you, I just want to quickly throw this in there. If you want to pause and take a listen back to Devin's episode to kind of get more insight of what we'll be talking about, that's fine. But bring your butt back here. (laughs) But anyways, so you're meeting in Boston and you met online and you see him and you all hit it off. Now, 
based off of him being a rugby player and not out, did you think that was going to be an issue or were you kind of like, I'll just go with the flow and whatever happens will happen? Like, did you even think, well, I could possibly find like the love of my life in America and go back home to the UK or like, what was your thought process in that? Honestly, uh, I know. I hadn't really thought that far ahead. It, it wasn't the plan to go over there and end up in a relationship. Um, yeah, the lo a lot of the reasoning behind kind of even going on dates or anything was I didn't really know many people in Boston at all. Mm -hmm. So not that I'd really actually been on many dates before I'd met Devon, but just I didn't know many people. So it was a nice way to meet people um, and go and, you know, explore places in Boston that I'd not been before and things like that. Um, so honestly, I would not really thought about <laughs> um, the possibility of it being like a, a really serious relationship or anything. Um, and then, you know, it seems to be always a way with these kind of things that they happen when you least expect them. I, I mean, I'd never even been in a relationship at all before. So, um, wow. of, course, of <laughs> course, it happens when you're on the opposite side of the world to, um, mm -hmm. to where you're from. But yes, um, wow. and the rest is history. Yeah. Well, so what made you realize like, OK, he is the one I really want to get to know. I'm not going to open this app up anymore. I'm not going to meet other guys in, in America. Like what made him stick out to you? Well, we instantly kind of had ex exactly the same kind of humor. Um, I think immediately we bonded because he lived in the U um, in the UK for a year. So he really had a good kind of gauge of the sense of UK sense of humor, because um, sometimes it's a bit different from the US. And um, it was nice talking about his experiences in the UK. And yeah, I just, yeah, immediately kind of fell in love with how open and honest he was as a person. Um, I, I remember kind of after our first date, you know, from my previous experiences, a lot of, a lot of guys would be like, you know, a bit shy about coming off too forward or like trying to organize mm -hmm. anything, trying to play it cool. Yeah. <laughs> <Dad> didn't <laughs> play it too cool. So he was just like, yeah, we should go and do this or like this event's coming up. And it was like a couple of months off. Um, and he was like, we should Whoa. go together. And, you know, I was like, that's really nice to me. I, I really like that. I, that doesn't kind of scare me off. It's nice. I, I, I thought it was really nice that he was, um, so eager and interested and like i said we we yeah. hit it off so well with our sense of humor so i agree uh, fergus yeah. any any guy that plans dates like an advance concerts uh picnic you keep on to that one, or you at least <laughs> keep showing interest into that one because that um that for me that that tells me okay you're not just in it for the romp that you think we're about to do later on tonight um yeah. <laughs> you're actually caring about seeing me and wanting to do stuff with me and caring about my interests so um i'm glad that happened for you all and it doesn't hurt that he was handsome as well so i'm pretty sure that kept you oh, interested yeah. in him <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that goes without saying um yeah i don't know if um, people listening have seen his photo shoot he just did but wow oh, i yeah. i want it printed i want it on my wall um <laughs> i'm so proud of these photos i'm like oh my god i'm dating him so yes. yeah <laughs> um devin i know you're listening i'm not even gonna ask if you're listening i know you're listening you did the darn thing for those photos um 
kudos to you. I'm about like uh, 15 slices of pieces away from looking like that, but I'll get there. <laughs> um, so now, so you're all dating now and you have been out for years, okay? Uh, Devin's been out to his family, but not publicly in the open eye. And uh, talking to Devin, he said that sometimes it was hard dating because he felt like he was kind of putting you back in the closet sometimes. He felt like he had to tell you to possibly put your Instagram pictures to private or don't post that picture or can you not do this and that. Um, everybody likes to see the portrayal of relationships on social media. How was that behind the scenes dealing with that? Because I, I, I can't even imagine how hard that was trying to date an athlete, but he's not really out. It was difficult, um, especially at the start. Like you said, I I came out kind of properly before I came to university. And so I'd had a few years of, you know, living my best life, just being open, being who I am. And especially going to America, I was very eager to show off all my adventures to my friends mm -hmm. and family on all the social media. I'm somebody who likes to post like photos and things, especially when I was away because it kept people updated. So I did find it hard, especially because from the point we met, we immediately started going on all these weekend trips and adventures and, and, um, and I was so thrilled to be in my first relationship. And, you know, I was so proud of the fact that mm -hmm. I was in, I was in a relationship with this amazing person. So um, I just wanted to kind of tell the world, share all the photos, maybe be a little bit um, obnoxious on social media to all my <laughs> friends at home. There um, you go. <laughs> but um, yeah, but obviously that wasn't going to work with, with Devin and, you know, his rugby um, kind of teammates, him not being out. So yeah, I did. We struggled at the start because it, it was hard not feeling like a sense of feeling like you know he was ashamed or something like that um of of us and that's what really kind of would upset me at the start because I was so proud and excited to share that part of my life with the world and he obviously was struggling to do that um in in many ways um and so yeah, he, I, I, we talked about it a lot and um, he made it so clear that it wasn't because he was ashamed of me. It was nothing about that. And, you know, since since the beginning, he's reassured me of that so much. So it did get easier oh. over time. It was, yeah, that initial initial bit, we had to have some difficult conversations, but I and don't regret anything. It was all worth the sacrifices. There you go. It's one of those things where it's like, you don't want it, but you understand it type of situation. My partner's not out to his work because of the type of work that he does. And I ne never really pushed him to come out, you know, because I, it's just one of those things that I just understand sometimes it's you just life can be cruel. You know, yeah. and, and one day, hopefully, Fergus, we don't have to worry about the outside perception of what people are going to think about us well if we hold hands down the street who we are hugging on kissing who it don't matter what we look like what we identify one day hopefully that does not matter because we want to love who we want to love i'm so tired of um 
some people out there saying, oh, gay, gay life can't be that hard. It's like, when mm-hmm. really, have you ever had to hide who you were, hide your love from somebody? That is one of the hardest things to do, and you know, and it really takes turmoil on, on relationships. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I agree. And um, I'm sure you relate. It's, it's difficult because, you know, like you said, it's not something you want, but it is something I understood. Um, and I would never want to push anybody to come out before they're ready or do anything like that. I had to make it clear to him that I, I you know, we were on this journey together and I would be with him by his side and we would get there when we get there. Um, yeah. And he, he did well at, you know, introducing me to the people in his life that were important to him that did know. Um, and so, That's amazing. yeah, yeah. Um, That's I got amazing. to meet lots of close friends, all his family. So that was really the important bit to me. Um, but yeah, like you said, hopefully one day it won't be a thing. And I'm hoping that, especially in sport, um Devin's really eager to do lots of you know outreach and things hopefully can move towards some change and make make it a better place for LGBTQ plus people in sport I I wholeheartedly agree and um by doing that we have to have more of what happened on December 29th 2020 um by that date you all are more than two and a half years into your relationship and the Instagram post from that gay rugger post on Instagram is a coming out story and is a picture of you two and it was Devin coming out to the world saying I am gay and I am a rugby player and this is who I am but what struck me Fergus was that he was so complimentary of you being there by his side and him helping you out I everybody listening please go follow that gay rugger uh, on Instagram and go to that very first post it is a beautiful long monologue if you will of him just coming out to the world and saying I'm done hiding Fergus take me through that day that time that decision uh like was it like was he nervous like take me through all that well, actually, I didn't know he was going to post that that day. <laughs> um, it was a complete surprise. He'd, he'd um, yeah, he said he wanted to do it as a surprise to me. Obviously, I knew he'd been thinking about doing it for, well, for a long time. But like he said um, in the podcast um, episode before, he was always kind of waiting for the right moment. And um, I, I don't like to push these things. I didn't want to push him to do it before he's ready. So, you know, I let him to come to me with that kind of thing. And then I was actually, um, I was in the middle of a home workout, gyms are closed. And, you know, I just got this notification, Devin Ibanez has tagged you in a post. And usually what that means, I got it through Facebook because he put it on there too. Usually what that means is he's tagged me in a cute picture of a dog or something. So that's probably, that's probably what I was expecting to find when I went on it. But yeah, I mean, I opened it. It, it was very emotional for me. Yeah, I mean, I cried. <laughs> yeah. I've cried a few times since. Happy, happy tears. I mean, Devin also has always had a, a way with words and expressing himself. Um, and I think he wrote it um, beautifully. It, it was yeah. it was an emotional day. I mean, I'm just so happy. I'm so happy that he's been able to do it and the reception. Um, and so proud of them, yeah. We have to take a quick little break here, but please don't go anywhere. Love is in the air. We'll be right back. 
Welcome back to the Game Day Tea. I am your host, D. Gill, and I am talking to Fergus Wade, the partner of the first professional out rugby player, Devin Ibanez. I was just about to say the reception. I mean, it has taken off. I mean, 6,000 plus followers, uh, countless interviews, photo shoots. I mean, this is, I'm pretty sure like Devin is just like, whoa, like my whole life has changed. Like here I, I am like a rugby player and then, you know, I have my man Fergus, but like, wow, just coming out. And this just shows how much, how important Fergus it is for people to hear these stories that so many people want to cover him. And now I'm covering you, your side of it, because it's, there's some guy girl in the uk out there that's going to stumble upon those these two podcast episodes and say there's hope for me you know i'm not going to give up whether that's being uh true who to who they are um being an lgbtq member plus in sports or them holding out for to find the love of their life you know and so it's important that we put these stories out there because people are listening people are watching and i'm so glad i get to share you all story because um it, it's it's very touching and we need positive love we don't need like the drama of like oh my gosh so-and-so broke up or oh my gosh um i'm just I'm, I'm gonna keep it clean. I'm gonna keep it clean. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going about my business, you know, around the town and just like, I'm giving up on love. No, love out there exists, you guys. It exists out there. How has you all's relationship changed, if at all, um, since he's been out? I mean, I mean, at its core, I, I don't think it's changed. I mean, we're, we are, um, you know, we feel the same about each other as we did before. It's just, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's nice seeing him, um, you know, be able to celebrate our relationship publicly as well. Um, I mean, I've never had any doubt in, you know, his feelings towards me, uh, but it's nice that he feels free to do it. And um, yeah, I, I mean, it's been a wild month, honestly. We've been <laughs> busy. Um, I have been basically his PR manager. Yes. Uh, well, um, teaching him how to use Instagram and Twitter because he just didn't use it before. So, um, so that's been... changed. He's, he's got a PR manager now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's me. So <laughs> maybe that's what I should go into now. I've got some experience, but there um, you go. But, um, <laughs> we've both been very, very happy. Um, and like, it's so exciting. Um, yeah. we're, we're loving it. It's really, it's been really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's been great. And yeah, I think, I think it's brought us close, even closer together, even though we're like far apart and yeah, we're looking forward what to What has it been like dating? <laughs> like long distance wise like um congratulations to you all by the way um you all had your uh, third year anniversary on january 21st correct but yeah. you all have been yeah i do my research mm -hmm, y'all listen i do my research <laughs> but, but um so how has that been living long distance i mean you got the new strain in london that's like putting a damper on travel and everything like that of covid and like him out here like what is that like uh yeah it's been um, <laughs> it's, it's it's been really really tough i mean we were long distance since i we've been long distance since i came back to the uk after my year abroad so we had the year together basically but the last two years we've been long distance and i mean it was hard enough anyway but add on top of that another a global pandemic and travel bans it's, yeah it's just been kind of a pass. Well, I, I mean, 
I have to say, like, there's obviously people struggling so much right now. And in many yeah. ways, I've been very, very lucky. We both have in that, you know, every our friends and family have, for the most part, been very healthy and safe. So, you know, you've got to take mm-hmm. the positive. But yeah, it's been it's been very difficult for us because I literally can't get into the US right now. I wouldn't be able to get in because of the travel bans. So working around that, it's been it's been tricky. But yeah. Devon, I honestly, Devon, um, Devon's so good at staying positive and kind of, you know, reassuring me that we are one day closer to being together again every day and we just don't know when that day is yet we've um, we hope it won't be too long but yeah um, getting there so lots of creativity you know online game nights video chats you know so the people out there doing this long distance as far as countries and too they they feel your pain you know so i i can only imagine what it's going to be like when you all see each other i mean Ooh, I, I, I'm I'm gonna be so happy for you all because I can imagine being that far away from my partner that long. I wanted to ask you though, is there any insight that you could give me on like dating an athlete? Like that is so effing cool, man. Like just like you know, like oh, hearing about oh, I gotta go to this game or practice or this and that. Like, what is your take on that? Like, how's that been for you? Honestly, I am, I'm not an athlete in any sense. So it is kind of, <laughs> was kind of a whole bizarre experience for me being somebody who isn't particularly sports focused um, mm-hmm. as a person. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was almost ironic that um, Devon being an American was teaching me a Brit the rules of rugby, which is, you know, historically <laughs> a very British game and which I barely knew anything about. Um, uh, you know, um, no, it's it's interesting. I mean, I think mm-hmm. from now it's going to be even more interesting because of the fact um, previously I would go and see his games and things, um, but a lot of the things I, w- I think I wouldn't, I didn't really go to as much because obviously his teammates didn't know about us. So if it was, you know, a small game or something, it just was kind of an awkward scenario to be there amongst yeah. him and his teammates um so i remember i did go to there was one i went a few times especially with his family but there was one where i just went by myself um and it was kind of a friendly game and it was mostly just people's partners watching so i was there i didn't really know anybody um and so i'd I went and kind of watched by myself. Um, it's so cute. I could just see you sitting there and you should, you're just watching the game. Don't really know what's yeah. going on. But you're just yeah. watching your man out there. And it's like, oh, go ahead, run, run, run. <laughs> yeah, literally. I, I'm just there like a little cheerleader. But um, but yeah, <laughs> it was it was a difficult situation, though, to be honest, because, I mean, me and Devin had talked about it before and we literally said, like, oh, if anybody asks, like, you're, you're my friend, we're gonna say you're my friend from England that I met when I was over that, you know, just like um, a friend or something like that. Been there, um, done that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, and I was just kind of paranoid. I think I I was really nervous that somebody would talk to me or ask me something, and I might like give something away by accident. Mm-hmm. So um, as I'm naturally, I I am quite like a friendly person. Like I like talking to people. Um, ordinarily, I would go up to people and be like, hi, like introduce myself, want to yeah. have a chat. But I did feel very kind of in my shell with that. So well, same for I, me, Fergus. 
you yeah. know, like so with my partner, I when, when we first started dating, like we were going around larger crowds or maybe someone he knew. Like I, I, I even watched my mannerisms. And it's like, okay, am I looking too gay in quotation mark? Am I sounding too gay? Or what, yeah. you know, and, and it's just it's just pain in the butt that we have to do that because we can't yeah. know who we are. Yeah, it's difficult and you overthink everything really. And I, I do remember getting back to Devon's apartment afterwards and I was I was pretty upset actually. It was it was tough because I never really felt like that before. Um so kind of mm -hmm. self-conscious. Um so I think now he's come out especially I'm excited for even more kind of opportunities to go and watch and support him. Also, a lot of the games he's done, um, he's actually been out of state or I've not obviously been in the country. So I've been like mm -hmm. watching it online, uh, uh, like with a friend or, or my family kind of supporting from there. But it is crazy seeing yeah. seeing him play. Um, and I'm such a kind of fun girl. Like, uh, I guess <laughs> like where I'm almost not watching the majority of the game because I'm just watching what Devin does <laughs> the whole time. That's um, so sweet. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it's been a it's been a good introduction to sport to me. Um, <laughs> That's so sweet. For those of you all listening, Fergus and I have kind of went behind. Well, not kind of. We did. We went behind Devin's back and did this. Um, uh, scheduled this podcast secretly so it can be a surprise for him when he listens to it. It's going to be our surprise pod, Valentine's Day podcast episode. Basically, um, I think Devin's going to learn a lot about your aspect from it if he already doesn't know it, but just uh, I'm, he's going to be really, really surprised. But I wanted to take it up another notch, Fergus, and I wanted to give you an opportunity, being that this is our Valentine's Day post, to tell Devin how you feel about him just a couple of words, if you will. I don't know if you wrote a letter or not. The floor is yours. This is you talking to Devin. Yeah, I have I have wrote something. I'll give a little disclaimer. I was trying to make it not, you know, too cringy for our audience. Um, <laughs> my friends listening at home. <laughs> um, don't want to bum everyone out with that. Yeah, here's, here's what I wrote to Dev. So I said, to Dev, happy Valentine's Day. Um, this last month has been pretty crazy, but I'm so, so proud of you. And I'm so glad the world can finally see you as I do. Um, I've never met anybody so genuine and selfless. And seeing the happiness you've got from helping others these past few weeks has filled my heart. I've also been feeling pretty pleased that forcing you to take photos for the last three years has finally paid off. <laughs> I just wish I'd started the, the Instagram training a little earlier, um, maybe save us some stress. <laughs> um, but seriously, I just want to say thank you, um, Dev, for getting me through the last three years, especially the one that's just gone. It's been tough. Um, your silliness and constant positivity never fails to make me smile. And I couldn't have done it without you. I love you to the moon and back. Love your biggest fan, Fergus. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Not quite the wordsmith Devon is. I know I have a lot to live up to. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's that's absolutely beautiful. And um, I'm so glad you you 
gosh, see, look at me being emotional. Uh, okay, I'm so glad you you were able to do this today for me because uh, that's what we need to see, Fergus. Those words are so beautiful, and I'm Devin. If you're listening, I don't know if you're you're grabbing a tissue right now or not, but the love this man has for you is apparent. I mean, I haven't I have not met you all. I have both seen you all through podcasts, you know, Zoom video only, but from your interactions online. And I know sometimes Instagram posts, Facebook posts, they can be pretty deceiving. We never see the fights. We never see the arguments. You know, we don't never see anybody post an argument on Instagram stories. We just see all the positive. And I can only imagine how hard it is. But what I do know what I do know, Devin, is that you have somebody very special in your life and that I hope nothing but the best for you all continuing in the future. I will be watching. I will be listening. I will be following you all's um, relationship because um, you give me hope that one day everybody can experience what you you all have experienced together. And Fergus, I just want to thank you so much for your time and sharing your story, your insights and your love for Devin today with me. Oh no, thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, my first ever media appearance. So I, I'm honored, <laughs> I'm touched that you wanted me on. And yeah, I hope Devon's story um, and our story can, you know, help other people and touch other people um, in, in some way. So thank you so much for letting me share it. No problem. Before we go, please, if anybody wanted to get uh, a little bit more insight into your life, where can they find you on, on the social media platforms? Um, so pretty much all of them. I'm just at Fergus Wade. Um, if you're struggling to find me and you follow Devin, you'll probably see me tagged in quite a bit there. So, um, <laughs> That's yeah, true. All right. Well, everybody, I know it's uh, it's February what 16th. Valentine's Day was on Sunday, February 14th, but better late than never. Um, I hope you all really enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you think. Uh, give me feedback again uh, at the Game Day T on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook um, at D Gill. TM on Twitter and Instagram. Let me know what you think. If you enjoyed this episode, have any ideas for the future? What would you like to hear from this podcast? Um, DMs are open in a good way. Don't try it now. I'm, I'm, I'm taken, but um, <laughs> DMs are open. And always when I end every episode, I have to say, always be true, be you and be fierce. Devin, thank you for coming on. Y'all take it easy.